of the world. All right, well, somebody says, let's say this together, our Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in Christ alone. There is no confusion. There is no contradictions in this atmosphere. We behold Him as we see ourselves. In Him, your name alone is glorified. And we are edified. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. New Testament ministry of angels. Let's finish it. Let's try to. <laughs> Let's try to. You know, when we say we want to finish it, you know, say the end of the world is coming, but the end of the world has not come. So <laughs> we are still, the end of the world is that the gospel will be preached. So <laughs> let's try to reach the end today. But um, I have a series that I, I'm going to do as a sequel to this. And the series is titled, Are They Not Ministering Spirits? So anticipate for that. Maybe not this year. So take the one I have for you this year. Because like I told you, there's still so much more to study. Amen. So this, the, the sequel to the series is, because I was looking at this and I'm like, should I, how do I finish it? How do, how do I, and he said, it's like we are staying too long on it. This I think the seventh session, the sixth, I think this is the sixth session. Yeah, so you see, sixth sessions, ah, on your servants. <laughs> sixth session studying your servants. Imagine, ah, no. So we'll have another series, Adeno Ministering Series. That's what we'll cut it to. That one will be series one, series two, series three. Series four, series we'll just be doing it like that. So this one will just end this one there. Amen. Philemon 1 6. Let's let's look at something. New Testament ministry of angels. We've been on this for quite a while. And uh, let's see. Philemon 1 verse 6 it says that the communication of your faith will become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And that says, and all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. Oh. No. <laughs> ah, pray for me, brethren. <laughs> ah, ah, they've got in me. <laughs> pray for me, brethren. I'm quoting Second Timothy three fifteen instead of Philemon one six. Okay, Philemon one six. It says, "As for me, no, that's not it." <laughs> Philemon 1 says is that the communication of your faith. Wait, but I quoted that. How did I proceed? I think it's not muscle memory. This one is trans. I'm already see, you know, when they say, you know, when they say, and the Lord took him. Elijah said, so better pray for for better pray that the Lord will not take him. You know, I'll share a story. There's a, there's a popular preacher, Bishop Babala. Those days was just ministering and he just started going. They had to pull him down. You are not going. <laughs> they pull him and he just started levitating up. He was going on the sky. All the church members went to drag his leg. Baba, you will not go. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Philemon 1 verse 6 it says that the communication of our faith will become effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing, which is in you, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So how did I move to the next? Ah, pray for your pastor. Ah, something is going on, you know. These are the times and the seasons, you know. We are reaching the end of the world. <laughs> All right. It is, so we said that. And we said, if your faith will be effectual, you've got to acknowledge 
all the good things which is in you in Christ Jesus. So acknowledging all the good things in you in Christ Jesus requires acknowledging the fact that you have the ministry of angels because those are good things. How many of you know that the ministry of angels are good things? Oh yeah, they are good things. Uh, you got to enjoy that. Uh, you know, like we've been doing the White House comparison in this series. By the time we are doing a day no ministry in spirit series, there won't be White House issues in this one. No. <laughs> so take this one very well. Take this one as an introduction into the world of angels. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, and I think in this series, we've been, we've been able to look at a glimpse. I think in this series, we, 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 we glimpsed through. We glimpsed through and came back quickly. Into the, we went into the supernatural world and came back on time. We just, boom. I think if you listen to session two, we just went into the supernatural world, came back quickly, and went back to the natural world, fast, fast. <laughs> we saw the uh, Genesis 6 issues, uh, while that the fact that it happened. Don't, we can't deny the fact that the Genesis 6 did not happen. It happened. The sons of God slept with the daughters of men. They saw being women and they were like, ah, I'm going to read there. Against God. <laughs> Just All right. So for your face to be effectual, you've got to acknowledge every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. In Romans 8, verse 32. Look at the Romans 8, verse 32. Romans 8, 32. It says that he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So that means the death of Jesus qualifies us to receive a free gift from God. The death of Jesus qualifies us to receive the, a free gift from God. So Jesus has qualified us. You know, there's one song we sang them. Jesus has saved me. 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 No, Jesus, no lie. No, Jesus, no lie. No, Jesus, no lie. Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. We got the we got the reading from Bob Marley and no woman, no cry. Sounds like that. So we now said, no Jesus, no life. <laughs> well, that was a couple of years ago. Some of you were there when we sang that song. So as I've just said, I just remembered, no Jesus, no life. No Jesus, no life. Then when I say, I remember. What I used to say, I will play the video for you after service. Someone should remind me. All right, so Jesus had, so Jesus has qualified us. So Jesus has saved us. Jesus, it was Josephine, Sister Josephine, that was thinking, Jesus has saved me. Jesus has saved me. <laughs> she will listen to you someday and she will wonder, oh yeah, that did that. All right, so look at the Colossians one verse twelve. It says, um, yeah, I've been trying to look at the Colossians one verse twelve also. So whatever is not free is not in Christ. So if you've got to pay for healing, just know that they're about to deceive you. If you've got to pay for money for holy oil or anointing oil <laughs> or holy water, no. Um, we should have one again. Uh, huh? Salt. Do pay money for salt? Where have you been to? <laughs> in church, salt. I don't think I went that far with my in my days of going around. Salt. They will pay for honey? <coughs> Cooking oil? Oh yeah, I know that one. That's the anointing oil. Oh, they will pay for handkerchief. Yeah, that's true. White candles. 
They pray for yeah, I know you, you, you gotta pay for prayer. Some people pay for some people line up like next fifty thousand you love paid some like I saw a preacher in America. I was watching it in 2017, 2016, 2017. He said, "Send me one thousand dollars." I mean, I, I, on a popular Christian channel, he said, "Send me $1,000 now if you want your prayer to be answered. I will send you a prayer shawl. A prayer, all this prayer shawl that they use, that they say they take from Israel. I don't know how that is to make prayer effective. <laughs> Some people believe that until they wear that thing. That's where they. So you will see some people coming to church bringing their shower. So when they say, Brethren, let's pray, they will quickly put on this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, a lot of people are living in ignorance, man. You know, so anything that is not in Christ is free. He has given us salvation is free, redemption is free, the blood is free. You don't pay for the blood. <laughs> so, so some people say, you, you, you got to pay for the blood. Uh, uh, the blood that, if, if it was, with the way we plead the blood, the blood supposed to have finished. <laughs> in fact, even the song that you have sang with the pleading the blood, you are going out and say, I plead the blood. You are going to work, I plead the blood. The blood supposed to have finished. <laughs> if it was a physical blood, uh, it would not have reached this generation. <laughs> we would have to love God. We would have been begging, Lord, please come back again. Come and pay for another. Come and shed another blood. <laughs> so look at the Colossians 1 verse 12. Hallelujah. So the believer is saved. Hallelujah. So giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. In verse 13, who has delivered us from the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. We've been delivered from the powers of darkness. Such a, such a salvation. We've been delivered from the powers of darkness. So that means you don't have any powers from the father's house chasing you anymore. You don't have any, any powers from the mother's house chasing you anymore. You don't have any powers from the uh, powers from the marine world chasing you anymore. You don't have, you know, as somebody said, somebody said a popular preacher said, a wish can kill you and you a wish can kill you and the wish can get saved and go to heaven. <laughs> I read that and I started laughing. I saw it to do, I mean, this afternoon, <laughs> before service. So I said, a wish can kill you and you will go to hell, the wish will get saved and go to hell. <laughs> Nothing can touch the believer. Hallelujah. The man who is saved in Christ, nothing can touch him. That's why he has to know what he has. Hallelujah. He's far above all principalities and power, seated far above all principalities and power in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. See, a lot of people need to understand what happened to you. See, if your life didn't change the day you received salvation, then what's the essence of salvation? What's the essence of being born again? If, if, if things do not change, if you just say, oh, I just believe Jesus, and that was it. Some will just believe, oh, I just believe Jesus. He's the Savior of my soul. That's all. Then they still go back to be praying. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I kill every power. I kill every this. Then why did you get saved? Why did you believe the gospel? <laughs> why did you believe the gospel if you are still going to be doing those things? If you are still going to be praying rubbish prayer, if you are still going to be praying certain things, why did you get saved? Hallelujah. He says, you have been delivered from the power of darkness. So the believer is delivered. 
is far above all principalities and power. He has been translated into the kingdom of light. So in the kingdom of light, that is where Jesus is. Can anything touch Jesus? No. Hallelujah. You are where he is. He says, as he is, so am I. He says, we are seated in heavenly places. In Ephesians 2, 6, he says, we are seated with him in heavenly places. That means I'm seated with him. So nothing can touch him, nothing can touch me. He says, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. So whatever is not free is not in Christ. You are in the presence of God now. So that thing, there is something that makes me come into your presence. There is nothing. The, The only thing that makes you come is salvation. Glory to God. So the very minute you receive salvation, you have entered the presence. So we say, Lord, give me mercy. Every Lord, I cry for mercy. Lord, have mercy and compassion. Every night I see the good. Jesus, Lord, I ask for mercy. Hey, why? Mercy. What's that? Hebrews 4, it says, let us boldly enter into the throne room of God that we may obtain mercy. Hallelujah. So we've obtained mercy the very minute we got saved. Say, say, cry for mercy. Cry. Cry now for mercy. What are you crying for? So, so you see, see, and so, see, let me tell you. I, I've been telling you, I think I have to say it in this series. I don't, I don't know if I've said it in this series. There's some prayers you pray that demons are happy. They are like, ah, thank you, Lord. Ah, at least this was, at least we don't have work to do. I, I, I keep saying this story and I will still say it again. I went to a church. Me and Favor were there. This, <laughs> somebody came to share testimony and said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Last week when we were praying, we prayed that the past of my father's house would die. And my mother-in-law died. Praise the Lord. And you shout. People stood up and started shouting, Hallelujah. All of them are killers. How would you be rejoicing that people died? John 10, 10. The thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the work of the devil. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. He says, but I have come. That you may have life and have it abundant. Oh, God. So God does not kill. God does not do evil. If you are trying to kill in the name of God, that's the, you are working with the devil. You are conspiring and yielding to the devil to do his work. He has life. He says in James 1, he says in him, he says he is the father of light. In him there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's the father we serve. That's the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is light, complete light, absolute light. No darkness at all. He says, he says, the son of man has not come to destroy lives. In Luke 9, he says, but to save. To save. So any ministry, any prayer that is about destructions of life, it can never be inspired by God. Never. You see people praying, oh Lord, kill that person. Oh Lord, kill that. That is the devil. (laughs) That's the devil. And we're going to look at the ministry of angels this evening. 
Can the ministry of angels destroy lives? Those are the questions we want to ask. So we are the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The believer is righteous. If you are still praying every minute, Lord, forgive my sin. Lord, forgive me. That's a sin-conscious mindset. And ministry of angels don't work with a sin-consciousness mindset. You've got to renew your mind. Like I said, if your state still remains the same, the reason, the very minute you got born again, then why did you get born again? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, him who knew no sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Him who knew no sin. Became sin for us. So that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. So the man on Christ is born again. He's righteous. So you don't pray, Lord, forgive me my sins every minute. No, you receive salvation. You receive the free gift of righteousness. So the only qualification for prayer is also righteousness. So, you know, some people say, eh, 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 some, some things, some people will tell you, there are some keys that, there are some keys that guarantees answered prayer. What's that? There's nothing like that in scripture. The only thing in scripture is 1 John 5 verse 14. This is the confidence that we have, that he heareth us when we ask anything in his name. So there's nothing like answer prayer. Oh, answer. In fact, I'm going to teach a series. What's, we're going to teach, what is what is this thing? We will, we will probably call it, what is this thing called? This thing called unanswered prayer. <laughs> it's just something like that. See, my prayers are not answered. What's that? First John 5, 14. When we pray, since this is the petition we have of the Father, when we pray, he answers us. He hears us. He's always hearing us when we call on him. Says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. It says in Mark 11 verse 24, it says, whatsoever you ask in my name, it, 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 uh, 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 not Mark 11 verse 24, that should be Matthew 21 now. It says, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do. So, the believer needs to understand who he is, what he has in Christ. Hallelujah. Are you still in the house this evening? Are you in church? No, sound like you're in church. Yes, sir. Uh, are you in church? Yes, sir. All right. Look at the Hebrews 12, verse 22. Let's go back to our New Testament ministry of angels. Hebrews 12, 22. So the believer in Christ needs to acknowledge what God has done in Christ Jesus for him. So the death of Jesus qualifies us to receive the free gifts from him. So things are free. Salvation is free. Redemption is free. The blood is free. Righteousness is free. Mercy is free. <laughs> Prayer is free. Just open your mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 22. Amen. He says, Now, but ye have come to Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, the General Assembly of the Firstborn, the General Assembly of the Church of the Firstborn, and written, which are written in heaven, and to the God of Judge of all, and the Spirit of Just Men made perfect. So we said we have come to Zion. Hallelujah. And we said, what is Zion? Zion is a place of authority, right? Speaks of power. And we said we like in this series, for the purpose of this series, we're liking Zion to the White House, right? And we said 
imagine you are in the White House, right? And we said, look at the White House. What are the, what are the benefits that the President of the United States has? Right now, the President of the United States is in Lithuanium. I don't know how to pronounce that country. Uh, eh? Lithuania. Ah, see? Uh, when you come from Adaro, these are the issues you're going to face. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Lithuania, you know. So, and hope you know that he didn't go alone. He went with some, he went with some angels, right? Can we say he went with some angels? <laughs> okay, so now, imagine the kind of, of, now, so imagine you are in the White House right now. You're the President of the United States. Imagine, you know, it's not. It can happen anyway. I mean, we believe in miracles. So, uh, we just imagine. <laughs> imagine you are the white. You are, you are seated in that whole office right now. So I say, eat our best, order all the food in this world. <laughs> if it's like yes, if it's kitchen, we face start afresh. <laughs> imagine you are the president of the United States right now. So people is like, wow, like. I can't imagine it in this alone. <laughs> now, just imagine. You know, you are not thinking of whether you are the righteousness or you are not righteous. You are not having seen condemnation. You are not having, ah, am I the president? I'm not the president. You know, if you are having that kind of thought, it means your village people really followed you. Like, the, the, you know, someone say village people, what does that mean? Well, find out. <laughs> Ask your neighbor. <laughs> so, now, it means they followed you to the White House. So now, imagine you're in the White House and you're having condemnation and say, I'm not worthy. I'm not just, I, I, just, I don't feel right. <laughs> Lord have mercy and compassion. And there was, Mr. President, sir, can you, like, can you please sign this document? You are signing the document to her and you say, I'm not worthy. You see? <laughs> That is what a lot of believers are facing. They don't understand where they are. You are in the kingdom of light now. Hallelujah. Amen. So now imagine you're the president of light. Imagine you're the president of the United States. You know you're not going to be battling with condemnation, right? So in Romans 8 verse 1, it says there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Why? Because it says, to them who watch after, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So the man in Christ is walking after the spirit, hallelujah. So no condemnation, right? Right? So you are not remembering your past, right? Your past is not haunting you, right? Imagine the president, of, imagine Joe Biden now, right now, still having to bother about his past. I say, oh, you know, I embezzled some money as a senator. <laughs> For the two years, senator of Delaware, I embezzled some money. Hey, that doesn't concern him right now. He can scratch up his meats. He has every, in fact, he has immunity at this point. Are you seeing it? So now, <laughs> because that's one of the things that the president of the United States has. He has immunity. Those, those, some immunities, you can't, you can't charge him to, you can't take him to prison. He has immunity of those things. I will leave function from the prison. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So now, you know you're not going to battle with that. So because you are in the place of authority. So imagine the believer in Christ. So I'm using that office because it's, it's one of the most powerful offices in the world. I mean, I believe. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. So China will not agree. <laughs> China will agree. Uh, which other country will agree? North Korea. North Korea will agree. 
Okay, we agree. Russia. Uh, hey, that guy is moving mad. <laughs> that guy seems to be moving mad now. That president, he seems to be really moving mad. <laughs> so those two, those two might not really agree. As in, uh, we are the seat of power. <laughs> so, but I mean, so imagine the president of the United States right now uh, having to battle with condemnation. You know, that's wrong. I mean, if he's battling with condemnation, that's his righteousness issue. I'm talking about his office. But I, I'm not worthy to sit on this year. Lord, make me one of your ayat server. You know? <laughs> some people say, some people think like the prodigal says, no, I'm not worthy to. I'm not worthy. You know? Um, let's see another thing. Which other, which other entitlement is the president of marriage they having? Um, huh? Free health care, so you have healing in Christ, hallelujah. <laughs> you have healing in Christ, hallelujah. You know, healing is a free gift in Christ. In August, we're having a healing conference, glory to God. So we're trusting God for miracles, signs, wonders to be done. So healing is yours in Christ. I have a series, we have a series, healing. We even have another one here and be just here it and you'll be healed. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> so healing is yours in Christ. So he has free health care. He doesn't have to pay Medicaid, Obama care. Uh, Biden care, whatever care, Trump care, or Trump act. I think Trump act, Trump is Trump act. So which other one, which other thing does he have entitlement to? Um, uh, God, God, God is imagining his president. He said God wins care. I'm sure that's what he wants to start when he becomes the president. God wins care. Ah, that's a nice one. Say, have you received your God wins care this are you paying your Godwin's care tax? <laughs> Which other one? Which other one? Uh, eh? Nuclear power. Ah, ah, that's too much. I mean, you can dispense the power of God through prayer. <laughs> Which one? Which other entitlement? Secret service. That's the angels. They have secret service around them. They can just at the beep. They don't even have, it's not even just anything. Just touch something. They will appear. There's a button on the table of the Oval Office that is for emergency. If the president is having an emergency and they will troop him, where they are trooping him for, even the president does not know. <laughs> where they will troop him from, they also open the door and say, Mr. President, are you okay, sir? Are you okay, sir? You know, angels, ministry spirit, moving on an innumerable company of angels. You know, even the president can't count. <laughs> you know, so now he has access to those things. Which other one? It's our desires. Whatever I want, they do it. I mean, they say do's and don't do anyway for the president. He can't leave the White House on his own. He has to disguise. Except Obama, when Obama was in power, he was just walking about. I, I, I keep saying that story. I remember one time he went to one Chinese restaurant. They wanted to give him something. They, they see, oh, the secret service almost collected it and for me, he said, ah, don't worry, we're done. <laughs> You know, so he had, they have the rights to all those ones, uh, uh, whatever. So there's a do's and do's for them, just like the believer too in Christ. It's not as if you are free too. You know, so they are free in Christ. You're not just free, you can't sin. <laughs> you are free, you are, you are free, but you are limited. You are free, but you cannot walk in the flesh. You are free, you can't steal. You are free. Just imagine you go to Walmart now and say, I'm free in Christ, and you take something. It's, by the, it's the beep on the door of Walmart. In fact, there's now even doors, the gate of hell now, as they put gate of hell in the Walmart now, where <laughs> before you enter, the thing we first, it will scan. Even if you are here, if you pass the wrong one, it will doom, doom, doom. 
everything to do is that door that they put in one man now. So that means there's even there's one outside waiting for you outside, there's one within. <laughs> so if you dare it, <laughs> so you can't be free, you're not that free, Christ. Because, because you might pass from there to, <laughs> to where there's no window. <laughs> to rooms where there's no window. <laughs> from that woman, you can just be going straight to no window. <laughs> Which other thing again? Uh, eh? Money. Money. Uh, you got to work for money. <laughs> Jesus said, Paul said, he that will not work should not eat. <laughs> so you got to work for money. All right, so let's come back here. Let's come back home. So we said we are in Zion. Hallelujah. Okay, we said we are in Zion. The general assembly of the firstborn, written in heaven, as the judge of the judgment, make perfect. So we said, so we said now in Zion, the believer in Christ have access to the ministry of angels. In fact, not just that, in innumerable new company of angels. I remember what we said in this series. We never said there's something called the guardian angel. We've not seen that in scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? That thing they say there's one person following you. They say talk to your guardian. Hey, what's up? You not be <laughs> you not be having mysterious. Some people have some mysterious things. Hey, what's up? Are you see what is going on? What the scripture made us is that it's innumerable. So you, you can't count them. They are countless. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you are surrounded with the host of heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you are not alone. Hallelujah. So when you are in your room alone, when you are scared, when you turn off your light and everywhere, like you start seeing your shadow scared. Say, oh, okay, I'm, I'm with the host of heaven. I remember so many years ago when I was much younger. <clears throat> and then I was in a country where there is, you know, the best country in the world, not the United States. I mean, um, you can argue. I'm still the one with the microphone. <laughs> so there was no light that day. I mean, light. Someone say no light, really? Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, there was no light, no algae or just regional electricity, gas and electricity. So there was no light that day, and everywhere just you know there was one. There's one aspect of our house then that even if you go in the afternoon, you will run. You know, when if you want to go to your room. <laughs> You will have to run, like run, because <laughs> you don't know if principalities are power in that area. <laughs> How do you have that area in your house when you are back? <laughs> I'm talking. This concerns more of the Asura people now. How do you have that issue in your house? Where there's there's one sec it's inside, not outside though. Inside the house, there was one area where ah, <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't trust that area. That, ah, which is wizards they are having meeting here. <laughs> so even if you go in the hot afternoon, you will run like because that place is still dark. I don't know why they build things like that. So that's this day. It was nine the night. Only me was at home. So interestingly, I was coming out to that area. There was light. So I was now coming out. <laughs> I was coming out of that area. Like just wait. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my god. And as I saw my shadow in three places. <laughs> I saw my shadow in three places. I ran. 
I think you have to take this part of the audio. <laughs> I had to run. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> See, what's doing me this evening? Pray for your pastor. I think I'm joking more. Instead of me to be teaching. So I say, please, just, please, when it's time, yeah, we leave. <laughs> okay. Psalm 103. Now let's get serious. Amen. Psalm 103. Verse, let's see, we we'll figure it out when we get there. Psalm 103. Psalm 103, verse 20. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, and excel in strength, that excel in strength, that do his commandment, acting unto the voice of his word. It says, Bless ye the Lord, ye all his hosts. Bless ye ministers of his and do his pleasure. But look at it in the string. It says, Bless ye the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength. One of the attributes of angels is that angels excel in strength. I mean, we've done a whole lot of sessions. You can listen to it. So we're just continuing. Now, what does strength mean? Strength means power, it means ability to do something. They excel in it. So that means. When it says strength, that means they derive strength. So that means now, look at something. That means angels have enormous power. Angels have enormous strength, enormous capacities. That is why you can see angels with your physical eyes and they can look scary because of the way they are built up. Now, so don't forget, it didn't say angels excel in intelligence. He never said that. You know, we, we've addressed the issue of their intelligence in this series, right? We said that they're not as intelligent as, you, intelligent as you think. Now, angels excel in strength. Now, and we said, don't, remember I'm saying it again now. He never said they excel in, in intelligence. He never said they excel in wisdom. He says they excel what? In strength. So that means, and don't forget, in, if, it is, if it is a matter of intelligence, we've dealt with their intelligence and we said they learn from believers. We school them, Ephesians 3, 1 Peter 1. We, we school them and all of those things. So they excel in strength. That is, whatever they are meant to do, they can do it. If they are meant to lift a car, they will lift it. If they are meant to lift a building, they will lift it. If they are meant to shift a building, I mean, I, I heard a story. Of a popular preacher, uh, I think Apostle Joseph Babala, who shifted the building with his hands. I believe the ministry of angels were at work because that's supernatural. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, so strength, and now, strength is not everything, you must know that. Because in all their strength, they are also still limited in knowledge. So they have the power, they are built up, they have all the capacities, they have everything. In Hebrews, 7, Hebrews 1 verse 7, it says they are constructed as spirits, uh, flames of fire. We saw that in Hebrews 1. So, in, and, and I told you, angels are men servants, right? So, and because, and how are they men servants? Because God made them. They serve men. They serve men's purposes. So, that means, the way God made man is not that man will just be coming and distributing power. You, you know, move, do, do this. God did not make man to be a scary being. So it's very, I, I, can, I can simply tell you, God is not scary. Because the way he made man, which is the most important creation he made, uh, let me, I, I, I'm careful to say that, but I, I can tell you that the utmost creation of God is man. 
if, man, if God did not make man a scary being, it means God can't be scary. Are you getting it? He came, he came as man and people were not scared of him. Are you seeing it? People touched him. People heard with God. They saw God slept. They saw, are you seeing it? The, the Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord God, walked on the street of men. He wasn't scary. He didn't have a scary approach. They didn't see him and started running away. Are you seeing that? So now, but angels are constructed a bit differently. Why? I've taught, I've taught you in this series because they serve the purpose of men. They serve man's purpose. So as servants, they will always carry out your instructions. So what are the instructions you give them? They will carry it out. They will carry out instructions because they are men servants. Now, can you, can you instruct angels to kill or execute judgment? Do angels of God destroy, kill, and execute judgment? No. Hebrews 1 verse 14, it says, Are they not ministering spirit? We shall be ministers to them who shall be heirs of salvation. So they will minister things of salvation. Don't forget because why? We are in Zion. Zion means we are limited, right? Look at the white house, right? We are limited. So that means we will do righteousness things, right? We will do the things that are kept in, the, in God's capacity. And don't forget, these angels are called the angels of God. Not angels of man. They are ne <laughs> they've never, you will never see any way where they are called angels of man. So they are God's angel, but why are they God's angel for man? Are you seeing it? So that's why the last creation of God is man. So God created everything for man, including the host of heaven, including angels. He created everything for man. So you see in Hebrews 2 verse 14, look at Hebrews 2 verse 14. Hebrews 2 verse 14. I... I, I I have so many things to say to you in this series, but these six sessions we do. <laughs> we'll pick it up maybe next year with another series called A Day Not Ministering Spirit. We'll, we'll start from the old, that, that way. I will, I will not be restricted to the confines of the New Testament alone. I will start from the Old Testament. I will look at all their operations. Hallelujah. It will be in series. It won't be just one. Uh, look at Hebrews 2 verse 14. It says, for as much as the children of blood, the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself took part of the sin, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them through fear, who through fear of death were their lifetime subject to bondage. In our says, verily, verily, he took not unto him the nature of angels, but he took unto him the seed of Abraham. So now, angels of God for man, so now, now listen, now let, let me ask you a question and let's think. Was there any time the devil and God co-owned angels? Obviously no. I taught you in this series. The devil himself was, is, a, is also part of the angels. So he could not have co-owned the angels together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why are the demons the way they are? The demons are the way they are because they all rebelled. They all fell together. Are you getting what I'm saying? What caused the rebellion? Their function of their will. They chose, Bible says, they left their former estate. 
Are you seeing it? They left their former estate means the place, the original states they were created, they chose to be a demon. They chose to rebel against God. Are you seeing it? Just like the devil, they chose to do everything like, against God. Are you seeing that? We'll look at that issue of the devil thing more properly. Maybe this year, maybe not the next, maybe next year. So, so if they are of God, they won't be found ministering what God cannot minister. Are you seeing it? So that means if they are angels of God, they cannot minister an attribute that is not in their nature, an attribute that is not in nature of Zion. Are you seeing it? I mean, if you are getting me to this point, let me see your hands. So that means the angels of God cannot minister death. Why? Death is not in their nature. Death is not in the company of God. What is in the company of God is what? Life. John 10, 10. The thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So that means the, when you see an operation of the work of angels, and they say, okay, this, okay, okay, let's, let's take it this way. When you see people praying, Oh Lord, kill that person. Oh Lord, that person that is doing me, kill him, kill him. Do you know, if the person eventually died, do you know what happened? Demons walked. Not angels. God did not answer that prayer. A lot of believers yield to evil spirit, and we're going to look at that. So, if you see people die, it's just like the testimony I said, they share, I, we, I heard some people share some years ago and they rejoiced over that death. That is evil. Who carried out that kind of operation? It can obviously not be the angels of God. That is strictly the work of the devil. Are you seeing it? So, if God will not kill, will the angels kill? Obviously no. Are you seeing it? So, if God will not destroy, will the angels of God destroy? If God will not do evil, will the angels of God do evil? Are you seeing it now? So now, you ask me, now the biggest question you are going to ask me is, what now happened in the Old Testament? Go and listen to the character of God. I dealt with that. What happened with it? It was the activities of men. They worked with the activities of men. Are you, are, you, are you following that? And we're going to deal with that when we're studying are you, are they ministries. We're going to study that in proper context. We'll look at each, each activities they did in the Old Testament properly. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, but in the character of God and the fact that we are in Zion now, angels are limited. So that means they will do good. Why? Because good is in Zion. Good is in the kingdom. Light is in the kingdom. Life is in the kingdom. They will preserve. They will minister deliverance. Are you seeing it? Because it says the Son of Man has not come to destroy, but to save life. So, with their activities revolve around what the Son of Man is doing. Eh? Yes, guys? Okay, cool. So, the ministry of angels will be to preserve and not to destroy. Just like, just like what, who is this guy called Satan? Actually, it's just a name. Satan is... A word diabolos. It simply means a deceiver. So let me explain to you. In the context of the scripture, when you see the word Satan, it just means this person is a deceit. And I will show you. It's just like you will see the word Satan used in so many operations, used in so many contexts in scripture. We'll, maybe this year, maybe next year, we'll look at. Maybe this year, we'll look at Satan. We'll look at who is this devil, this 
devil of a thing. Probably in the boat in the supernatural world context, and we'll look at boats. No, not supernatural. <laughs> or we'll, we'll try to unravel the guy a little bit. Because a lot of people have some misconception about him. And we, we've, we've done, we did a teaser into him in what does devil really want? You, you can pick that and listen to it. What does devil really want? And you, so Satan just means diabolos. It means a deceiver. That is a smooth person. Let, let me tell you who a deceiver is. A smooth person who does things and you won't know, right? That, that's a deceiver. It's somebody that is doing something and you won't know that he's the one doing it. It's like saying, uh, uh, it's like saying somebody is stealing your money now. Or let's say somebody is stealing your, let's say your boss, no, no, let me use your word, that's too far. Let's say somebody is stealing your money at home and the person is, and this is your very good friend and the person is like, ah, we are going to look for the person. You know? And the person is the one stealing the money. And the person is telling you, we will look for the person together. We will go to the police. Have you called 911? Have you, are you getting what I'm saying? That's a deceit. That's, it's like saying, the person is doing you, <laughs> and you don't know. So that's how the devil works. One of the greatest deception in humanity is that the devil makes people see, he, he makes people see uh, his antics as God. <laughs> that's, I, that thing baffles me. And I, I, I was once in that shoe, but thank God for, for, thank God for revelation knowledge. So that, and that thing, we are still struggling. In fact, that's why we are, in fact, that's why we are teaching what we are teaching now. Because one of the greatest deceptions in humanity is that the devil has made men see his antics as all his works, his operation, and you will see that. You will be looking at it and you say, it's God that did it. So people will quickly jump into the book of Job and say, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh. is the Lord. And if, that's, if that's the kind of God we will serve, would you be scared that you serve a God that giveth and the God that taketh? So that means you are not even sure if you will see tomorrow. <laughs> so that means today's, <laughs> just quickly maximize the deal. You may not see tomorrow. That's the, that's the, some people will tell you. <laughs> There's a way they say to you, Ajiko Akpako. Ajiko Akpako means he, he, he kills one, he raises one. <laughs> so, no, that's not the God we serve. So, and a lot of people are in that kind of deception today. Such that they will see accident today. The first thing you say, God, why? <laughs> How of you know that's what happens? The first person they blame. They enter an accident, an evil thing happens like this, boom. God, why? God, you saw it. <laughs> God, you saw And I prayed. I even gave my tithe. <laughs> I was in church on Sunday and you still allowed it to happen. God, why? And some people, that's why they have left church. They believe they are that. God has not answered their prayer. Prayer. <laughs> you see, when we say, if our gospel be hit, <laughs> it is it today with the God of this world. Has blinded the minds of many. The first thing they go, what has anybody else said? The devil, why? What? If you, if God can't be, so, uh -uh, wait. Okay, let's look at it. In the four gospels, when they were perishing in the, in the when the when the when the boat was sinking. Now this is Jesus God. Why did he not say, 
Ah, let it sink. It should, when they woke him up, I said, Master, cares not that we perish. Why did you not say, Yes, I care that you perish? <laughs> if that is who the God is, he should have allowed them perish. I watched them perish. I said, Yes, I, I'm glad that you are perishing. But what did he do? He calmed the sea. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve. He looked nigh. They told him, Master, ah, call down fire like the way Elijah did it. He said, eh? Don't you know what manner of spirit you are? He says, the son of man has not come to destroy man's life, but come to save. That means he is not even behind the axis of what Elijah did. That is God. But you know, the greatest deception that the devil has painted in the eyes of men is that when an evil thing happens like this, the first thing you are blaming is God. And God is wondering, hey, God, God is, God is in everybody. It's, it's not me that did this for. <laughs> I was on my own. <laughs> that, that, that's one of the greatest deceptions in humanity. And I don't know why I'm still saying this. A whole lot of people are in this web. They've been stuck in this cobweb that when things are not going all right, it's God that is not making it go right. When things are not going, when things are probably going south, they're just like, ah, it's God. God, why? Why me? You know that question of why me? Why me, God? Ah, ah you saw me do this upon my labor, God. Ah, that's not God. The devil is behind every evil you see today in the world. Calamities, disaster. They say tornado, tornado, tornado watch. <laughs> I think there's a, there's, a, there's a current report that says tornado wash in Indiana, in, in, um, in Rochester. Here. God will punish them. Nothing, nothing will happen to us. <laughs> Who is behind all of those things? The devil. The head, yes, you will say the head has, has issues, right? Because, I mean, sin, all of those things, the fall of man, it has affected the head, a lot of those things, and the head is reacting to, the, to, what, it is, to what it has given to it. God is not behind it. They say there's a flooding going on now in, a, in a, what they call it, in Vermont or something. He is not God. So we say, God, you saw it happen. Why did you not stop it? That can be God. Hallelujah. We, we have to unveil it. Don't, forget, don't worry. We're going to do, we're starting a series very soon. Did God do it? That's the question. And we're going to look at all the issues in the Bible. So anticipate for that. Seek is this really God? So that's one of the greatest deceptions in humanity. Such that, and that thing still happens even in the church world today. That you see some evil happening, you see bad occurrence happening, you see bad situations happen, and the first thing you are doing is to blame God. So you see what you see that that guy is actually a smooth deceiver. He's really a diabolos. He's hiding behind the veil so that you don't see him. And that's why we did that series, What Does Devil Really Want? Maybe we'll put it out much more. <laughs> he doesn't want to be. You know, we said it in that series, in that message, What Does God Really Want? The devil doesn't want to be known. He doesn't want to be known that he is the one doing it so that you'll be blaming something else and you'll not be able to address his issue. <laughs> I hear what I'm saying. He doesn't want to be known. So he's always like, so he, he will hide behind the accident and you just, everybody will just be saying, God, God. Everybody will be crying, God, God. No. No, it's not God. Hallelujah. I'm sorry to tell you, the accident you had is not God. 
the issue or the evil that befell you is not God. Who is behind it? The devil. The Bible says he has been a murderer from the beginning. <laughs> from Genesis, he has been a murderer. That is who the devil is. Hallelujah. I'm sorry to tell you, the bad thing that happened to you, the heartbreak. <laughs> they give you breakfast. It's not good. It's the guy. <laughs> or the girl. Because it's two ways now. People, <laughs> breakfast is another way the demons oppress people. <laughs> when you eat, when you eat correct, <laughs> when man or woman of Adam show you shaggy, they show you, they show you their, they show you their reform. You just look at you just look at the Bible and say, hmm. Wow. I, I'm consecrated to your will. I will never, never mama. Never tire doing your will. I will never are you, are you? Yes, are you? You will yield immediately. Because you don't say, God, you you led me into the relationship. I know. Lord, you told me it was my missing rib. I know. He was tired of the rib. Yeah, so, <laughs> he or she, because, you know, you know now you have to, in fact, in fact, you can even be, it's even day that is giving the, you know, the, the pronoun day that is giving people breakfast now. So, say, why are you, why, 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 why is your heart broken? She broke my, she, she, she they broke my heart. <laughs> they broke my heart. You know, we are living in perilous times. Perilous. <laughs> Strange things are happening. You know? So the angels of God are in the preservation ministry. Instead of that accident to happen, what does the role of angels play? They, pres- they give preservation. I won't forget the video Bro Godwin sent to me. How, that, how one baby like that was about to run into a trailer. And all, or to be honest with you, if you watch that video, you will know that this is supernatural. I mean, somebody who is who knows the scripture will see that this is a supernatural hand of God. I don't know if you have seen there's something that was trending during the pandemic. I think it was this Kaby Lame guy that started that thing where the movements where wow movements where people escape terrible situations. I don't know if you have seen those things where a, maybe some people a trailer wanted to hit people to just leave. I don't know if I've seen those those videos. Honestly, to be honest with you. That is exactly how the ministry of angels work. They preserve you. You'll be wondering how, how did they happen? Hey, all of those things. God just saved me. As I was just swerving and swerving and swerving, I swerved. <laughs> That's how the ministry of angels work. They will take the steering from your head. There was a day I was driving. Ah, I won't forget that day. I was in downtown Indiana. Driving on the highway. I, I, you know, when you are sleepy, pressing phone, and you are just doing everything. That's the day I knew that hey, driving for and pressing at you is your whole risk. This day it was so, so the so I was about to so you know highway now how I didn't know that somebody has come into me, so that's how how almost was all swerving. <laughs> My own phone first swerved, swerved. so I first swerved and swerved. I knew that the steering is like somebody took the steering from me, and that was how I gained balance, you know. And you can't tell me that that's not major. I've been preserved a million and one. I, thought, I, I, I used to tell, I still share the story in this series. So, so many years ago, I and my father, we, we traveled somewhere. And this man 
prayed from Lagos to Shagamu. Almost, almost 15 minutes. And he just kept praying. He just kept praying. Many years ago, I was still very young. Very many, many years ago. He just kept praying. We, we said for 10 minutes, everyone said, hey, Amen. Ah, after like 30 minutes, everyone said, Ah, bro. Ah, would ah, you stop? As he just said, In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Ah, thank God. We just fell into. It's beside the gas station. Our car tumbled. I won't forget that experience. Our car tumbled. And it's like saying, We saw we, the tire is on top, we are on top. You know, the next thing from that thing is the thing, fire will blow, petrol station is here, it will jam, nobody will survive. We lifted the car back and we continued our journey. <laughs> nobody got, everybody started collecting the man's number. Ah, bro, you are a man of God. <laughs> everybody in the bus collected his number. Ah, a, what were you seeing when you were praying? As you said, just they were praying. Because the man kept praying, oh, Lord. ah, Jesus, ah, that's the day I saw that, ah, prayer works, so I saw it in my very eye. I will never forget that. That experience is so real to me. We just lifted the car and we continued. The nothing, no petrol, nothing. We did not smell anything. We did. I mean, this is beside a gas station. You know, the thing will just lift, it just move, 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 boom. We didn't, we did nothing, nobody, no, nothing missing, nothing broken. Everybody was intact and we continued our journey. It was an experience I will never, you can't tell me that's not the ministry of angels. Most of the accidents, mostly, many of you have survived. Oh, you think all this one you be pressing for, you say, 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 checking your GPS again, say, come now, I'm coming, you're typing it, I'm coming, I'm coming, five minutes away. And one guy says, just zoom. <laughs> they are walking. <laughs> They are walking. They are walking. He says, if it was, he says, you put the ministry of angels spread over you. He says, to dash your foot. He says, lest you dash your foot against the stone. So they are walking with you. Preservations. So angels do not destroy. They preserve. In Matthew 26, verse 53, Jesus said, look at what he told. Look at, look at how they don't destroy. You know, Marcus, Peter, caught all that year. And Jesus said, ah, don't you think I have legions of angels who I can pray, who I will pray to God and the Lord will supply me this. So that means if they really destroy, Jesus will not fix the year back. The angels will have just come and kill everybody. So the angels of God don't destroy. They are after the safety, the preservation of lives. So if you are sending an angel to go and destroy people, <laughs> you are saying angels on assignment. Oh yeah, go and destroy you are sending the demons though. Believers do yield to demons. Ephesians 4 verse 27, it says, neither give place to the devil. So that means you can give place to the devil. Are you seeing it? So believers can yield to the devil. Eh, I hate that person. Eh, eh, ministries me. Go and visit the person. Mighty visitation of the life of that person. Ah, bro, why? Bro, why? <laughs> you know, a friend of mine, I, I, I'm sure she might listen to this soon. She, 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 she told me a story. She said, many years ago, she was lost and stranded in, um, in she went, it, I think it was a, a youth service time, and she was lost and stranded somewhere in the bush or something. She didn't know how she found herself there. And she just kept praying and started speaking words and said, ah, Lord Jesus, ah, I, I believe and I receive. She, she understood and she just said she, 
Somebody just came from nowhere and just said, ah, are you trying to get her? I said, I'm trying to get her. I don't know the way. Person just said, follow me. She said, as she turned, as she, when she got to the main road and she wanted to, so the person even stopped the car and said, this car should be able to take you. I said, yeah. The person, so they negotiated the price. I said, okay, I'll, I'll go with this car. So she just looked back to say, thank you. The person disappeared. She said, the person, she could not find the person again. She only looked back and said, thank you. That is the ministry of angels. Pastor Debo used to share a story of one time when he was lost in the bush and a dog took him out. <laughs> a white dog took him out. That's the ministry of angels for preservation. They walk in those ways. I remember, I, I remember there was a time I, 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 I was traveling one time and I didn't have a GPS. It was, my, my data was done. I, it was like, I didn't have data, I didn't have Wi-Fi. How do I navigate this? I said, ah, Lord. Uh, how, Lord, you said your angels were to, you said to guide, guide me in all my ways. So I said, Lord, that's the walk. That's the walk here. I can't be stranded. So I first, I first lied down, I first slept. You know, one thing I do when I'm, when I'm in a calm, when I'm in a distressed situation, I try to look for sleep. If I, you know, sometimes prayer does not, that's why it's good to, to pray before the storm. <laughs> Jesus slept in the storm. <laughs> I use it. That's why it's good to pray before the storm. You know, that's why it's good to have a prayer life. It's good to, honestly, ah, it's, that is, some people, is when the storm comes, they say, Jesus, Jesus. That's what the apostles were doing. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Pastor Kenneth, I will pray, hey, Jesus. You better pray before the storm. Jesus just finished praying. He just went to the, to the storm and sleep. So, so that day, I just, ah, I just, I just, I just, I was, I was in Canada, and I just put my share back where I just slept. I called the call service provider. They said, they, they say, ah, they say, maybe it's the area you are, maybe it's the things. And, ah, I called, I called Timo by say, ah, the person said, you will call me back. They will not call me back. <laughs> they say, just be checking it. Just be switch up your phone. I said, I've, I've done like 10 times. I said, there's no network. I said, okay. I just put my share. I just slept small. As I woke up, I said, Lord, now I'm about to go more. My eyes is very clear. At least I'm not driving with sleep. Lord, guide me. I just started going. It was just, you know, I just started going. I, I honestly, I, today I still can't explain it. All I knew was I made myself in the border. I just started going. I just, I just don't know. It didn't, it felt like I now know the road. But you can't tell me that that's not a supernatural hand of God. And I was in a place I have not been to. I just kept going. And this, this is almost a three hours drive. I just kept going till I got to the border. I shall know that when I get inside the United States, my data will come back on. <laughs> so as I approached the border and I showed them my passport, my, they just said, my GPS just, work, just did, welcome to the United States. <laughs> I just said, oh, thank God. Now it's time to move. You know, I just, I just, I just knew that. You know, I, I can't be stranded. I just kept going. I just kept going. I just as I was even going, I, mean, I just increased the music. And it's like this, it's like this. I said, I said, I looked at the money, I said, you know, I just said, at least I still have gas. If I turn, turn, turn the whole of Canada, I will get to one day. <laughs> I can't be stranded. I will get to and I did not, I didn't really, I didn't miss my way. I just went. You can't tell me that that's not there was no supernatural somewhere in it. Many of times we like the spectacular. We want something that, eh, the thing we just be showing sure is, eh, this is it. This is God. <laughs> no. The spectacular is not only, see, if you are always looking for the spectacular, you miss out on the supernatural. It's in little things. Little things. 
little thing. I can, I can, I can share so many encounters with you. So many, you know, so so many, so many. Uh, I, 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 so I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe not this, maybe not this session. I, 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 I will share many. I will, I will share a whole lot. I, I think I, I think I've shared the story of how I, I went to a gas station with a friend and. I, me and a friend, we, 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 we just stopped at the gas station, we met a man and we had to minister to the man who believed in the ministry of angels. You know, so many, so many, I, I, I can't, the, the thing is, it has become so real that I, I can't even count it again. Say, is, is it even when I'm traveling on the air or something that, I remember there was a day, eh, they closed, you know, if they close the, the, the plane, they can't open it again, it's the rule. I got to the airport and I said, I have to travel. I'm going to preach. And the woman looked at me like, ah, who are you? I said, I'm going to, I, I have to leave. He said, they've closed it. She now started typing. He said, hmm. She looked at me. I said, please, allow me to go. I said, I can't be stranded here. She just looked at me. I've never done this before in my life. I've never done this before in my life. I've never done this. Oh, you're making me do this. I've never done in my life. Oh, I, I don't know if they're going to fire me. <laughs> I just looking at her like this. She just opened the door. She just said, oh yeah, go. She, 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 took, she took me directly. I, I, this is the first time I will see, like, the door opening. And they just told me to enter. And I remember in Germany, <laughs> this was, <laughs> I was, I was stuck one day in Germany. Look at me, look at, I, there's some, there's some activities that happen someday. And I can't explain. Though, see, there was in Germany. And this was in 2019, 2020. And I was just stuck. It's like my flight was in the next 20 minutes and I slept. You know what I said? I just slept. It was, super, it was like a supernatural sleep. <laughs> I can't explain it. I just slept. Do you know, when I was coming to, when I got to where I was going, they told me that people that went in that flight, many of their bags did not arrive. I said, ah, <laughs> thank God I slept. I, said, I was even blaming. When I woke up, I woke up like the flight has gone. I did, this is it's like saying, it's like saying, I, I won't forget that day. I was in this is a country you are not you are not familiar with. This is, everybody speaks German in in in, in Germany then. And I just I was just there. I, you know, it's like you are going to your boarding gate. So I already saw my flights in my boarding gate. I saw the plane, everything. So you know that those boarding gate shares are not, are not always good to sleep and cover them. So I said, let quickly go take a short nap before the body, before they start boarding. So the short nap, oh, men are brethren. That's how, by the time I woke up, I thought there was somebody, look at, look at how God works. There was somebody that we were both traveling. About two people, they were around me. So I quickly made friends that, ah, in case I sleep, wake me so that we will not miss our flight. They say, ah, you to anybody that wake up first. Do you know, these people have gone. So I woke up, the airport was almost empty. That area was empty. You know, when boarding people leave, and this one is, you know, there's, if, you, if you travel a lot with international, there's a section with, with uh, 
with flights that are going to Africa in the international flight. It's other sessions that is very busy. But the session where flights are going to Africa, oh, once your flight is gone, like, it's till the next time before that flight will be busy. So that side was just quiet. So I just woke up. Ah, I looked at, you know when you see, they say, oh, go with a girl. I just look at time. Yeah? I look at my body parts. My face first clear. <laughs> I quickly went to the. I quickly really went to my flight to see. I didn't even find the. I found the cleaners cleaning the. <laughs> I said, "What happened? Hey, what happened? What was going on?" So I just. So I quickly started talking to everyone. Say, "No English, no English." Ah, <laughs> God! I was like, "I'm, I'm done today." <laughs> I over. I I just kept moving up and down. I just kept moving up and down. Hey, I said, God, my life. <laughs> so then I went to the counter. She said, ah, your flight has gone. They said, what happened? I said, I slept. <laughs> the woman said, you say? <laughs> the woman said, you said what? You slept. <laughs> I said, I said, I see you. I slept, but I don't have money to pay another flight. <laughs> I said, she said, look at how you are talking. I said, I have to talk this way. <laughs> do something. <laughs> I said, do something. I said, I don't have money to pay for another flight, so do something. He said, ah, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> I said, there will be something. Check your system. There has to be something. So she says, ah, she just looked at me. She says, ah. I just, I just, ah. So she just, do, she said, well, put you on waiting list, you know. This and that. I said, okay, I, I, at least there's hope that I will fly. And I said, I mean, even in the waiting list, this, you, you're, there's a 99% probability that you'll fly because there's about one or two spaces. It's not a full flight. I said, ah, thank you, Lord. Okay. So that's how I got to the country. Those people, they just kept announcing, ah, your bags have not arrived. Your bags have not this. So I just heard from them. I said, what's going on? I don't, you know, sometimes God just allows you to hear certain conversations. So I said, ah, is it my flight they are calling? That just but my flight just arrived. Why are they still announcing to me? Say, ah, many of your flights, many of these people, if you had come, your bags will not have come. If you have formed yesterday with that flight, your bag will not have come. You will just come back today. And that time, me, I, my my own journey from the airport it was four hours. That that I do is to stay in Lagos. So I will stay, I will have to go four hours and come back. Ah. So some of these things. Some sleeper, not all horse sleeper. No, so say, pass, thank you. Let's maybe go sleep. <laughs> some, some, some things are supernatural, and you, you, you can, you, you, your, your steps can be led to places. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your steps can just be orchestrated to a place, and it's just the ministry of angels directing you there. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you must understand that angels do not destroy people. Hallelujah. Angels don't destroy. They preserve lives. So Jesus' blood was shed for those who came to arrest him. It wasn't shed for... It wasn't, so don't, don't, don't think that Jesus was trying to destroy everybody. And angels were always present to preserve. Angels were present to preserve people. You see in Acts 10, angels were preserved. Angels preserved. Are you seeing it? And remember I told you, angels don't have teaching ministry. So when you see an angel teaching, I say, this is what the Bible is all about. <laughs> That's demon. You know, 
the Greek word for the, the, that's demon. They don't have intelligence as you think. <laughs> Angels don't teach the scripture. Galatians 1. He says, if we are an angel she, to, to teach you any other gospel, other than that which we have said, said, let it be our cause. That's very key. Angels don't teach people doctrine. And, I, and I'm saying this again because if you read most of the issues in the among the fathers of faith, many of many of those who have gone ahead of us, and many of them entered a lot of heresies when they started having angelic encounters. And there's, there's such a way you can mystify because, I mean, these things are supernatural. There's a tendency to believe them. And that's why the teaching of God's word must always have a prominence in your life. There's a tendency to believe things that are supernatural, things that are stellar, that are, ah, they can never be wrong. They can, ah. So, angels learned from the church. Angels came to direct Colonials to Peter. You see that, see, see, arise, kill, and eat. How do you want to, look at how they are talking in, in Peter's vision. Kill, and eat. How does that explain uh, salvation to the Jesus? Eat this food. And Peter too was like, I will not call on you. You see, you can even have conversations and say, no, that's not true. Peter had conversation with the angel. Acts 16. So angels do not destroy. Acts 16. It says when Paul and Barnabas were in the when Paul and uh, uh, when Paul and Silas were in the prison and the place the prison door opened. Did you see the, the, the prison door when the, when the place when they said the, the, suddenly there was an earthquake at the place did anybody die? Are you saying that they don't they don't so they don't have to destroy people for there to be a salvation? They know their way around it. That's their job. Are you seeing it? They don't have to destroy the lives of men. For there to be a safety for you. Don't think that people have to die for there to be a safety for you. They know their job. Leave it for them. It says, in that 16, it says they prayed. And the prison door shook. And the chains and their, everything was loosed. And all of those things. In that 16, the earthquake and all of those things did not kill any soldier. In fact, it was the soldier that wanted to take his life. And Paul had to say, stop. Don't do it. Are you seeing? So they don't destroy. The ministry of angels brought preservation. It's just like in Acts 27 too, when Paul said, when Paul was to go to Caesar and all of those things, he said, and, this, and the ship was uh, the ship they were in was sinking, and he says, no loss of lives will be here. He says an angel stood before me by night and said, fear not. See, so they don't destroy. Are you getting what I'm saying? So they have the power of God to save, to preserve, to help. So angels have the power of God to save, to preserve, to help. Angels act according to God's mercifulness. They act according to God's mercifulness. So, and that's why I used to tell you the rock of the rock of God is man-made. That's why you will see that Luke 9, verse 52 to 54. It says he rebuked them and said, The Son of Man, that word rebuke is like the Greek word used to rebuke demons. It says, The Son of Man has not come to destroy men's life, but to save. Just like when Peter cut off the ear of that guy. If the Son of Man doesn't destroy, angels don't destroy. Are you seeing it? Are you learning something about that today? So if you are sending an angel and say, hey, ministry, oh yeah, angel, angels on the side, go and kill that person for me. You are sending a demon. <laughs> so the power of God is to save, right? The power of God is to help. Power of God. So now where do angels get their power from? Let's look at that. Ephesians 1. Where do angels get their power from? Oh yeah. Look at Ephesians 1. Are you enjoying this? We'll, we'll, we'll put it in the close in this um, section. We'll, uh, so anticipate for a series next year, I believe. I'll do what? Ministries. We'll do 
we do series. It's going to be in series. So we're dealing with it. We enter the supernatural world of them. Hallelujah. So that's what we do. So I'm giving you this one as teaser. Uh, right? Do you like this teaser? So this is a good introduction, right? Okay, cool, cool. All right, look at, the, look at the Ephesians 1 verse 19. It says, or let's start from verse, uh, let's see from verse 19. Let's see from verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of his glory in the interest of the city. Look at what it now says in verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards what who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So that means there is a power at work in the believer, right? Everyone, I'm sure every one of you know it. Even in Ephesians 3, it says unto him, Ephesians 3 verse 20, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we think or ask, according to what? The power that worketh in us. I remember we used to hold a conference, the power at work in us, where we were exploring, well, I think we did that 2019, we were trying to explore the power at work in us. Hallelujah. So, so the power is at work now. So angels, now look, hear what I'm saying carefully. If you've been sleeping before, sleep now. <laughs> angels don't have inherent power. They have derived powers. That is, angels now, as you, so now, look at me now, everybody. If, how do I explain this now? Angels now don't have power as they are. They get their power. It is derived. Now, how? They are, they are what, the, one of the ways they get their power is from what they are giving or sent to do. So that means if they are sent to preserve, that is the power. That's where the power will come. Is from the believer. The power, who has power? The believer. It's just like, remember the White House example we're saying? Let's go back to White House example. Who is the major seat of power? Joe Biden, right? Without Joe Biden in the White House, do you know there's no White House? So every power working in the White House is rested on who? One man. The office of the presidents of the United States. Are you seeing it? So, why are the secret service, secret service there? Because of the president of the United States. Why are the cooks cooking? Because of the president of the United States. Why is the White House reporter there? Because of the president of the United States. Why is the chief of staff there? Are you seeing it? Why is everybody working there? Because of who? So, if there is no, so if there is no job, let's say tomorrow now, the whole head change. No more president. Will there be cooks for White House? Are you seeing it? That is exactly how angels work. So now, their powers are derived. How many of you are starting to this point? Let me see your hands. Okay, cool. This is pure Bible study. So, God is not using the angels' power because they don't. The angels are acting on the power. So a lot of people used to think angels are power, angels power, angel power, super power. No, <laughs> God is not even. So if God even sends them an errand, God is not trying to use their power. Is the God is the all powerful God? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like say they, God sends them a message now. God is not trying to use their petrol, <laughs> or their gas to drive to you. God is not using it. Don't forget, God is the. 
You know, when we started this series, I told you that God does not need help. That they are not working for God. So now, imagine God sends them an errand to tell you something now. That gas table. <laughs> but maybe to use this illustration, it does, that's not it anyway. The gas that they used to drive to you is not, is not their own. It's derived based on the assignment God sent them. Are you guys what I'm saying? So now, the ministry of angels. Now, so God is not using the power. The angels are acting on the power of the word. So now, that means if, if you speak now and you say, I am preserved, that's where they get their power. Then they act. I am not stranded. That's the power. So they now act on that. Have you seen why negative words will never pay you in this life? When you speak and you say, they, you know, that's a 103 verse 3. You say, blessed be the angels who excel in strength and act on the word now. So that means when, the, when let's, say, let's say the Lord tell them, oh yeah, save that person. They, they, so it's like saying, they assume. So that's why they can take up a shape. They can come in human form. I've told you, in this series, I've told you so many stories of how they've taken shapes. I'm sure some of you will have even heard so many stories from people. Okay, let me, let, let me, should I say this? Let me give you the story of my birth. My birth story was quite supernatural. Why? My mom was in labor. And all the nurses have slept. All. My mom kept screaming, kept screaming, kept screaming, help me, help me. And before she went, before, when she was pregnant, she kept using, I'm sure if she hears this, she'll say, oh, why you say this? Where she says every year, <laughs> every year, every day is my birthday. Every, every birthday she'll come and say, you know, ah, she will, she will start the story again. <laughs> now, see, she said, before the pregnancy, she said that she never, she, she said, all I kept saying is, God, you are the one that will deliver this child. I don't want to see the hand of man. I want to see you directly. He said, this child is your own. She kept saying, she said, I use, I said, this is how she said, he said, she, she said it in our native language. She said, I said my words, eh? You said, you'll be thinking, he said, he said, my husband was, she said, my husband was, was even surprised that, ah, how did this happen? How did this happen? Now, I'm giving you a, I was supposed to give you even before she got to the hospital. <laughs> because even before she got to the hospital, it was another supernatural story. I'll save that one for years to come. Everybody's <laughs> laughing. Pick this one. Now, so she said she doesn't want to. So she so all the nurses slept. But she remembered. And she kept screaming, wake up, wake up. I'm about to, I'm in labor. They did not wake up. She said she now remembered that, ah, she said with her words, she doesn't want a man to deliver this. What happened? Somebody just came from outside. A total stranger. You can't tell me that's not an angel. A total stranger just came from outside and said, I heard your noise. And what is wrong? And she said, ah, see. So the person said, do you, this is how she said, she said, do you want to give birth now? My mother said, yes. She said, okay, I will help you relax, push, this and that, and she came out, and I came out, they arranged me there, my mother's already washed up, 
and the, the angel left. And the, the nurses were with, the nurses now woke up after. The nurses now said, Ah! Who is this? <laughs> My mother said she was not angry with them. She said she was what she said. So, now, you see the import of your word. So that means if you say, I am successful. That's where the power comes from. At the word. So, where did they get the power to, to do things? The word that God spoke to them. Are you seeing that? So, their power is not inherent. It's not as if they are just waiting there and saying, I'm a boat. <laughs> their power is derived. So, are you seeing that? They won't act except you speak. Angels don't respond to tears and emotion, no. So, all those say, <laughs> we better start speaking the word. <laughs> so the ministry so now what happened in the new covenant and this is this is the high point of where I've been trying to explain in this series because we call this series what New Testament ministry of angels this is exactly where I've been trying to get to what happened in the New Testament is that the ministry of angels has now been enhanced why did I call this teaching the ministry of the New Testament the New Testament ministry of angels the ministry of angels has been enhanced I didn't say improved, has been enhanced by what Jesus did on the blood, on the cross. So that means because of what God did in Christ Jesus, angels now have enhanced ministry too. So it means that if they were functioning in a kind of way under the old covenant or in the old testament, their ministry has kind of been enhanced in the new covenant. Why? Because of the sacrifice of Jesus' blood. And who was that sacrifice for? Man, right? So that means because man now has power at work in him. You know, the believer in Christ now has power at work in him. So the ministry of the angels now has been enhanced. Don't forget, it has to be you. Man is the major issue. How many of you are getting me in this teaching? Okay, cool. So they don't destroy, remember? They preserve. So their ministry is towards us. Same way, why, why is their ministry towards us? Because the power at work is towards you. It says it's the power at work towards you. So their ministry is towards you. So more power is now available for angels when it comes to when it comes from us. There is now more power available for angels. And it comes from us because of what God has done. So can you say that? So you know that. Let me tell you something. Look at me, everybody. Upon the resurrection, by you believing the gospel, the sin. In fact, before you, before you believe the gospel, Zev, you didn't have power. It is when you believe the gospel, you had the power to work in you. And don't forget, the power is like saying it has been enhanced. Because uh, Jesus gave his life for this. So now, the ministry of angels also, their activity, their ministry has now been enhanced. Why? Because of the power that is at work towards you. So it seems like they can now do more things now. It's like saying they can flesh into what they were really created for. Have you seen it? They can stretch themselves. That's why if you need them in the form of human, they will appear. They exactly said they can pick up. See, let me tell you. All these things you are saying, job interview, all these things. 
You can go to a job and see, and the ministry of agents have already done things before you get there. They can make your work easy. Let me tell you, even your outreaches. Why did, because the minister salvation, that's their work. They can go and pick somebody from home and orchestrate them where you are going because you prayed. So you will have to preach to the person because they don't preach. In this thing we do in ministry, I will say, oh, oh Lord, direct my step. Oh Lord, this. I will preach. I will say, Lord, as you go out today, we will. Some of the people you meet are supernaturally orchestrated. Some day they don't know what they are doing in the Walmart. Some day they don't know. They don't know what brought them there. They don't know. They don't know. Some of you have had those experiences where after you finish preaching, they will always tell you, I don't even know what I came here to do. <laughs> so why did I leave my house? Something brought them. It's not, we, we know it's not something. That's the ministry of angels. So that, because remember, they don't preach. So that you will now do the work. So they make, even in ministry, you must learn to receive them. They make things easier for the believer. When you are going on a road trip, instead of saying, I plead the blood of Jesus, why not say, you <laughs> see, it's a send his angels, it's a give his angels shout over me to keep me in all my ways. My going and my coming is preserved. They will act on that word. <laughs> That's it. They act on it. My going and my coming is preserved. I know I see no evil, no evil shall befall me. In my, as you wake up in the day, why not say no evil before me today? My steps are supernaturally orchestrated by God. I see things, things come my way. Help comes my will today. See. I can't tell you countless times I receive help. Help. I'm not joking. I mean, when it has seemed difficult, I've seen a way out. Why? God is working something. I remember there was a time me and Abraham went to, um, me and Abraham went to, if he's watching, I remember, we went to, uh, for a meeting in uh, 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 Louisiana and I told him, I said, I'm not paying transport fare again. No. I said, all the Uber we've taken is enough. I said, today, God will have to orchestrate somebody that will carry us. Somebody just came and said, ah! He said, in fact, the time was good. Uber was there. He said, Pastor, we can actually book Uber. I said, me, I'm not booking again. We've spent so much. This was a couple of years ago. I said, I'm not booking again. I said, we spent so much. I said, I believe that. <laughs> What is, what's, what's the work of angels? And somebody just, everyone was so surprised. Somebody just parked and said, are you going to where I'm going? I said, we are, that is exactly where we are going. Carry us. <laughs> you can't tell me they did not orchestrate that. I, 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 I wish I can share more experiences with you. They, they work. And many, many of you, the reasons why you have not paid attention, they are, you are looking for spirituality. I want to see the angel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we may cry, cry, They are walking behind the scene. They are making things smooth. They are making. See, let me tell you. It's just like even money. I think I thought I, I spoke about money in uh, uh, um, following God's love for your life. It's just like even money. They can orchestrate certain money to form into to. to Okay, say certain people step money and they'll just see it as a business venture we, we walk through and that money is not because of you. It's not because of them, it's because of you. 
They can just see they orchestrate you. They, see they they orchestrate, and the, that is their so their ministry has now been more enhanced. Look at look at what they did in the Old Testament. The Syria and the young man and Elijah said, "Ah, they say, hey, they have surrounded us. They open his eyes. He says those that are with us are more than those that are against us. He just saw chariots of fire. He saw the company. He remember say, ah, <laughs> we are heavily guarded." <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the ministry of angels, the power has been enhanced. So, more power is available for angels because it comes from us. It comes from us. From what God has done in Christ for us. They receive power from the church. So, angels don't give you power. <laughs> so, angel was giving me power. I just saw the angel. He says, stretch your hand, take power. I know you are the one that will give you power. Are you see that some things need to be explained very well in the body of Christ. Are you seeing it? Some people say, I saw a vision. The angel of the Lord was giving me power. No, angels don't give power. The believer in Christ is powerful. Oh, God. He says, the power that is at work in us. He says, you can cast out devil. What do you think that is? He says, you shall speak with new tongues. You shall take up serpents. He says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. What do you think that is? Power. That's power. That's power. They preserve you from accident. They preserve you in your going in and coming. They preserve, they preserve you. They preserve you. They have the ministry of deliverance. So they receive power from the church. So you see that place? He delivered us from so great a death. He says, pray for us. Second Thessalonians, pray for us. That we may deliver from wicked and unreasonable men. See, we are delivered. Look at Jesus. You know, the Bible says they sought to kill him so many times, but they couldn't find him. They couldn't kill him. That's why he told them, he said, ah, you couldn't have killed me in the temple. You couldn't have caught me in the temple. He said, but this is your power and the power of darkness. You could have thought, you could have tried it. They tried to stone you. They tried to give you, you just passed through their means. What do you think was happening? The ministry of angels. So angels derive power from the church. As the church is feeding on God's word, as the church is using their words. That's why when we are praying many times, we are using our words. We are calling things forth. They act on it. I say it as a church. We will never go stranded. Thief comes our way all the time. We will never be stranded resourcefully. They act on the word. So angels act on the word. They act into the voice of the word. Look at that Psalm 103 again. They act into the voice of the word. They act into the voice of God's word. Are you, are you learning something? I don't know if you're learning something. So you see the import of your words. It plays a long way. So that's why if you keep saying, if you keep saying negative words to yourself, you say, I'm finished, I'm doomed. It's demons that will act on it. Are you seeing it? So that's why you see some people. Check them. I don't like see personally. I stay away from negativity. If you speak negative around me, you you, you can't be my friend. You, you have to be positive. Because there will be a day I want to be negative. I need you to encourage me. There will be a day I will not feel like speaking right things. I will want you to encourage me. So, if you keep speaking negative things, I, see, we live in a supernatural world. Not, see, the devil, see, let me tell you, I told you something. I think in this series, or I don't know. The de- even those who are unbelievers, the devil does not like them. The devil is seeking that even the unbelievers that he is working with, they will die. <laughs> How much more the Christian? Some people think that the devil just like to, the devil like, the devil is just playing. 
See, as I say it this way, if the devil is as powerful as many of us think, he would have wiped out this word. So it's to tell you that he doesn't really have power. He would have really wiped out, phew, everything would have gone. So he doesn't have power. We are powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at that Psalm 103 verse 20 again. It says, Bless ye the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, and this is what? That do his commandment, acting what? To the voice of the world. So how did they receive their power? So if the Lord tell them, we are going to preserve that person. That's where they get the power, right? So as you are speaking, and you say, I believe and I receive help. That's it. I believe. Are you seeing it? That is it. That is. Look at Daniel 10 verse 12. Daniel 10 verse 12. So, <laughs> men and brethren, angels don't work with tears and emotion. No. All those you are crying, you better start speaking good. <laughs> I'm, I don't feel good. Oh, you better. <laughs> you will just keep being off. <laughs> you keep feeling no good. <laughs> look at the angels. Look at, look at, look at, look at something. Look at what the angel said. I want us to read this together. This is Daniel 10 verse 12. You, it will make sense to you. You see what I'm saying? Look at Daniel 10 verse 12. Look at it. One, two, ready to go. Let's read it together. I'll wait for you, everybody. Open it. Daniel 10 verse 12. Daniel 10 verse 12. Look at what he said. Oh yeah, are you there? One, two, ready to go. Then he said ye unto them, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that did they set their heart to understand the shit they said before the Lord. He says, Thy was over. What did I say? He says, I am called for what? Hiya. What are you saying? He says, I am. The angel came to them and said, From the first day you started speaking. So you see that that thing, say, the Lord not hear your prayer. He said, No. He says, I am come for their words. So if the angel of the Lord comes to you today, what words is he coming for? <laughs> what have you been saying? Dear believer, what are you saying? You know, there was some months ago, I, I did a sort of exhortation to you and I asked you a question. I said, what are you saying? I think I even wrote it in a mail to you people. What are you saying? What are you saying? Angels don't work with tears and emotion. They can't make life out of it. They don't have intelligence to stink. <laughs> Their intelligence is not as solid as thinking this one is crying. Hey, yeah, let's pity. They don't have that. <laughs> they don't have that much intelligence. They're just looking at you like, hey, what's going on? What should we do? They're just confused. So some of you confuse your angels. You say, ah, why is this one crying? What's, what's the meaning of tears? Their intelligence is not as solid as you think. They respond to words, the voice of his words. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 26, he says, see. Don't you think if I pray to the Father, I'll pray to the Father and we send me legions of angels. Do you know something? Let me shock you. During the temptation of Jesus, you know the Bible says, and the angel of the Lord came to minister to him, right? Why? Don't forget, Jesus was already speaking the word. He said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. He kept speaking the word. The next resultant effect says, and the angel of the Lord ministered to him. ha, <laughs> ha. Ah, Jesus spoke words. So faith-filled words, either in praise or in prayer, will receive the meaning. Not that when you are singing, you are saying, Oh Lord, hey, 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 Chibo, hey, hey, oh Lord, hey, hey, I am finished. Ah, hey, that is what you will get. Also, people will be singing so they, I don't know how to go. I don't know how to go. That's how you will not know how to go. 
Why not everything is working? Ah, for my good every day. I don't have to see it. But the one is working behind the scene. Go to God. Things are working for me all the time. I see open eyes. Open ears, speaking mouth. The power of God is working. Changing situations. My bills are paid. My needs are met. Everything is working for my good. I believe, I receive. Hi, Bathy. Speak the right words. Sing the right songs. They act on the word. See, that's why as a church, we don't speak negativity. Because see, <laughs> even see, let me tell you. There are times eh, our finances in church has gone down. And we just look, we say, God. I remember, mission is possible. This one we just finished. Yeah, they came to me and said, sir. We don't have the money to pay. Over almost close to more than close to five thousand dollars. Say, ha! We don't we don't have the money. I say, check the account again. <laughs> we will never be stranded. Hallelujah! This this Uganda conference we just finished thousands of dollars. In fact, <laughs> the, the amount we spent. If I should tell you how you would just be looking at me like this. There are times the, the account will just end. I'll just be like, Lord, I beg. You just say, oh, Pastor, we need this. I say, ha! Ah, can't you move sort it out? Pastor, we need this. Pastor, thousand. And the Lord provided it. <laughs> there was a day, there was a time in this church. Rent came. It looked like we cannot pay it. The next day. Because we will never go stranded. <laughs> I said, it's like we don't have the money to pay dinner. I said, it's not possible. <laughs> the money will come. We will never be stranded. Ah! We've seen God walk all day. I remember 2019 conference. We used 150 dollars to hold the conference. People will remember. 150 dollars to hold the entire conference. 150 dollars. And it was successful. Who holds a cover for $150? We calculated everything $150. I will forget. And it was good. I remember Mission is Possible. 2021, our first Mission is Possible. People kept coming from different cities, different places. Hebron was one asking me, Pastor, what do we do? I said, maybe we'll use hotel. I said, I don't have the money. What do we do? I don't have the money. We just show people they will sleep in the chairs. People they will sleep. In. People came from different cities. Say we don't. Have, we had. To, in fact, the venue we wanted to use. They came. Let's say tomorrow is the meeting. The night we are praying. Me, favor Corede, Abraham. We are praying. We are sitting. We are still discussing for the tomorrow. They came to tell us we cannot use this place today. I said it's not. I I rejected. I said back to saying that. As the man left, I said back to saying that. We will use it. And three days we used the place. Nobody disturbed us. Not just that, the house that we, that we house people in, they were supposed to give us the key two weeks after. Suddenly, we house people in a, in a new house. Suddenly, they say, it's like say, closing, this is like say, closing is August 19. And our meeting is August 2 to 4. I mean, is it August 3 to 4? I mean, August 3 to 6 to 8. They say, Say you will not be able to get the key. They just say you can come and collect the key. August, we got the key that August 6th. 
So as people were coming in, please quickly sleep inside. The meeting continues in the night. We can never be stranded. Ah! I believe God. I don't know about you, but I believe God. We can never go stranded. Never. We've seen different things work. See, there are junctions we've reached. There are places, there are dungeons you reach. You say, ah, you look left, you look right. You say, it seems like there's no way. And suddenly there will be a way. See one, see, one thing I like is that I like challenges. I love new challenges. It makes me trust God the more. It makes me trust God the more. It makes me start using my faith. It makes me pray better. I don't run away from challenges because I know, ah, it's a time to believe God the more. <laughs> because I know it's the same God, the same story. A miracle will show. A miracle will come out. Something will happen. A door will open. It will never be closed for us. We will never be refused. I used to say, if I'm refused, it's because it's not the door. <laughs> if I'm refused, it's not the door. It's not the right door. Because I will never be stranded. I will never be refused. It's not boast. Don't boast. It's not boast. You are bragging on God's word. That is what he wants you to see. A lot of people used to see, a lot of people used to say, hey, hey, be humble, better stay there. No! That is, if you are not speaking God's word, that's pride. It means you don't believe the word. A man who believes God's word, he looks like he's proud. But he's not proud. He's just saying the truth. Because angels will act on it. The nature of angels, they don't act on evil. So if you are saying I'm finished, that's not what they act. That's what demons act on. <laughs> are you seeing it? If you say I'm dead, that's what they act on. If you say, ah, there's no way. That's what demons like. Are you seeing it? If you say, ah, I will die as in this, as, as I'm going in this, it's like I'm going to die. That is exactly what demons and the devil act on. You say, ah, there's no way. I, do, I can never get that job. That is exactly what the demons and the devil like. That's their whole territory. They say, okay, that's what we will step on and move. But the angels of God are good because he's the father of light. In whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. No way to God. So we know his nature. He says, which of his father? He says, which father will you ask good gift? You say you ask for bread, he will give you a serpent. He said, that is not the nature of the father. Some people will say, I, I asked for life, he gave me sickness. That's not God. Some people say, I'm feeling like I want to be sick. Why not? Instead of feeling that, why not say, I feel like I'm okay? Why not say, I feel like I'm strengthening? I feel like the power of God is working in my body. I feel like I'm healed. Why not that? Which is, that's why many times you say, I feel like I'm sick. The next thing you are sick. Why? That's, what the, that's the territory of the devil. Sickness, he says, the thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Hallelujah. So some people say, as I'm sleeping, I might not wake up tomorrow. They will not now wake up. You never wonder what happened. The devil has acted on the world and his demons. That's their own territory. They do evil. But the angels of God, when you are speaking good, that's what they know. <laughs> are you getting me? They, we are in Zion. That's the light. That's how they were manufactured. That's how they were created to function. And not just that, we are now in the New Testament. <laughs> they will walk. Hallelujah. There is no impossibility for the man who believes in God. There is no impossibility for the man who knows how to use his words. There is no impossibility for the man who knows how to use his. See, let me tell you, 
He says in Mark 11, verse 24, he says, if you say to the stone, he says, say to the sea, be thou move, and it will move. He says, it shall have whatsoever he says. It is Jesus who says it. He says, if you say to the stone, move, it will move. He says, because you will have whatsoever you say. He says in Mark 1, Matthew, 1, Matthew 21, Matthew 21, verse 22, he says, you should ask anything in his name. He says, he will hear you. So you will use your words patiently. James 5, 16, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. Availeth much. Amplified version says, and it is tremendous in his working. So that means when I pray, I am praying rightly. I pray the prayer of faith. I don't pray stupid prayers that say, keep people, do something, destroy this. No! I pray the prayer of faith. And I see the angels work. I see the power of God making my prayer work. I see things coming to pass. That is why he says, Elijah was a man of man, life passion. He prayed earnestly. He now gave us an example. He said he prayed earnestly that the rain will not fall. And he said he did not give rain for the days of three days. He said he now prayed again. Hallelujah. Some of you, you need to pray again. You just have to keep praying. Prayer works. Speaking God's word works. See, the word of God works. See, you, see I, I can tell you stories. It works. See, I can, I can tell you stories. It works. I've seen, I've seen God come through in dark times. I've seen God come through in impossibilities. I've seen God come through in, in, in times. In, in, in times I, can't, I look at it and I'm like, wow. This is God. And you see, and, and I can share testimonies of other people too. See, his word works. It's possible to stay on God's word and you live healthy. It's possible to stay on God's word and you are prosperous. It's possible to stay on God's word and you are successful. It's possible to stay on God's word and you live a stable life. It's possible because you stay on the word. So angels relate with your prayer lives. They do. First John 5 verse 14, it says when we pray. This is the confidence that we answer. So, when, so who carries out our answer? Angels come for our words. I just showed you in Daniel. They come for our words. They are not listeners, so, but they are executors of the prayer. They are not the one listening. It is God who is listening, but who is carrying it out? <laughs> the ministry of angels. They are executors of the prayer. They won't act upon your fears. No, that's not their aim. They won't act upon your feelings. I just feel like, you better speak. I think... So you don't be imagining things in your head. Vivid imagination. No. <laughs> Better speak out. Speak out. Speak what you want to see happen. See, let me tell you. A man is a product of his words. The reason why you are where you are today is because of your words. See, if you keep speaking now, what you want to see happen, you will get it. You see, even in the natural, people who are not born again, they can tell you. Even motivational speakers, let me tell you, this is one thing that motivational speakers and the gospel agree on. That keep speaking, you will see it come to See, let me tell you, I heard whiskey, the other video say we sold out O2. He did. They, they, and these guys are not born again. They kept saying, oh, I will sell out this place. Ah, oh, I will do this. Oh, I will do that. And they did it. They will not show you, you know, they will not show you a video of when they said it. I will do this. I will. See, because the what it is a law in life. Whatsoever you say, you will see it. Whatsoever, so if you say, keep saying evil and negativity and your fears and your and your doubt, you will see it come to pass. And angels are not the one carrying. So when you see people in trouble, sometimes <laughs> ask them, "What have you been saying?" <laughs> sometimes, sometimes ask them, "What were you saying? What were you really saying? What was on your heart? What was on your mouth? Did you fill your mouth with God's word? Did you fill your? Because see, let me tell you, you are the one that will do it yourself." God will not put you to your mouth. You will fill it yourself with the word. God will not force your man and say, you expect things to happen. That's not the way life is. It has been programmed that you will make things work. And you will make things work in the place of prayer. You will make things work with the place of your words. You will make things work that way. 
So you walk. You make things work. So they will act upon your fears. They will act upon your prayer. Pray for me. They will act upon your prayer. Speak faith-filled words. Speak faith-filled words. They act upon faith-filled words. The angels of God act upon faith-filled words. So I must speak word of faith every day. I must speak word of faith every day. What are you saying? Dear believer, I remember I wrote a mail to you earlier this year. I asked you. It was just a question. What are you saying? What are you saying? Are you going to keep living your life this way? You want a job, you are not speaking. You are just wishing. Angels don't act on wish. <laughs> Speak. There are things in my natural life I want to see happen. I'm saying it. This will come to pass. See, I'm saying it for ministry. Nations of the world will come to Rochester to hear us. You might not be there, and I pray you are there, but you will see it. Nations, every nation of this world will be represented in this city to hear us preach the gospel. I'm saying it again. I've been saying it and I'm saying it again. This year, what we have, it will look like it is supernatural community show because the trooping of the airport will be that men are coming down to this place. It will happen. Give it a few years. <laughs> I'm saying it by the reason of the word and I'm saying it by the revelations of what God has shown me. Goes back in. <laughs> the angels, see, you know what I'm saying? You know what's happening? The angels are going to orchestrate this. <laughs> this one is an heavy assignment. It might take them years. <laughs> but we'll keep saying it. Nations will come here. They say America visa is hard to get <laughs> for supernatural community. For anyone coming here, it will never be difficult. As far as the supernatural conditions they are coming for, they will get it. Embassy will recognize it that it is supernatural community church. We will break the mood in this nation, across the nations of the world. Nations, Middle East, Africa, Europe will hear our voice and they will receive the word. Why? We are praying. And we yet pray. And we are speaking God's word. And not just that, we have God's backing. God sent us. Hallelujah. See, it will happen. Ah, it will. What are you saying? What are you saying? Me, I'm going to have money. I don't know about you, but me, ha, I'm going to be rich. That's my own. You can say your pastor is Ghana. <laughs> I want money. What are you saying? I must speak words of faith every day. See, that's why you see, let me tell you, a Christian must learn to depend on the supernatural. Life is not as natural as you think. Christian must learn to depend on the supernatural. Take advantage of the supernatural. Why do we pray? We pray because we trust in the power of God. Why do we use our faith? We use our faith because we cannot do it alone. I'll close this way. Peter. Look at Peter. When he was walking on water, he said, bid me come. He, said, he told Jesus, he said, bid me come on water. And Jesus said, he came. And he acted on the word. You know, walking on water is supernatural. It's the angels that were guiding his feet on the water. Look at something. When he began to doubt, he started sinking. So doubt, anxiety has never worked the power of God. Never. Never. He started sinking. Till he reached out for help. He had to depend again on God's word. 
So angels minister with that power. <laughs> with that kind of power that helped Peter to walk on water. I, I have a teaching I did some many years ago, or some years ago, not many years ago, walking on water. You can listen to it. Angels minister with that. So faith with words at the platform, angels minister with. So what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? So you see, they don't respond to tears. They don't respond to your emotion. They don't respond to your crying and your feeling sad. A lot of people like pity. Pity party. That's not what they respond. They don't understand. Don't forget, the Bible says we are surrounded with a great cloud of witness. So they are looking at you and they want you. <laughs> what, how do I? What, what, what's, this, what's going on with this person? I don't, I don't get it. Speak God's word. I'm saying it again. Supernatural community church. We are advancing. We are progressing. We are growing. We are reaching the nations of the world in mighty moment disciple moment raised ministers of the gospel across we are lighting up all the dark places across the nations of the world that is what we believe in the natural resources come our way we are never stranded as a ministry as we need it help comes we receive partners men who will partner with the ministry give to us we receive them what are you saying for your personal life for your job what are you saying? For your ministry location, my steps are orchestrated. I'm meeting the right men. People's steps are orchestrated here. I don't repel people. I attract men. What are you saying? How about you speak some words? How about you speak some words this evening? Speak some words. Some words for your life. Say, I believe and I receive that job. Call the job forth. Say, I believe and I receive it. Say, I believe and I receive money. Say, I believe and I receive abundance of resources. I am never stranded. Help comes my way. I receive resources. Resources, abundance of resources for that travel. I receive it. Oh, yeah, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I believe and I receive it. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Everything is working for your good. Is working behind the scene for you. This is the ministry of angels. I tell you by the Spirit of God, you will never be stranded. You will never know lack. You will never know lack. You will never know lack. You will never be stranded. You will never see difficulties. Where people are crying for difficulties, you will be crying and be rejoicing because things are working for you. Things are going well for you. Since it will bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. Since the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. Since he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Since he will see of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom will I trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. Ah. See, he will deliver you from the fowler and the noisome pestilence. That's what they do. That's what they do. Thank you for the ministry of angels this evening. Lift your hands and bless him. Let's be on our feet. Lift your hands and bless him. Thank him. Sing it the Holy Ghost and bless him. Bless him this evening. Thank you for what you are speaking about. Bless him. Honor him this evening. Oh, we bless you. Since he will deliver us. 
Open that Psalm 91, everybody. Open Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Let's look at it. Let's look at what he's going to do. What the ministry of angels does. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 91. See it again. It says, Look at what it says in verse 3. Surely he will deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. Look at what it says in verse 4. He shall cover thee with his feathers. Under his wings shall thou trust. Ha! His truth shall what? Be thy sheet and buckler. Look at what he now said in verse 5. Thou shalt not be what? Afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor of the destruction that lay waste and wound thee. Look at what he said in verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand. It shall not what? Come near thee. Hallelujah. He says, only with thy eyes will thou see and behold the reward of the That is, you will look at it like this. He says, so this is what you wanted to do. This is what your enemy wanted to do. And you would Look at what he says. He says, because thou hast made the Lord thy refuge, even their most habitation, he said, there shall be no evil before thee. Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. He said, for he shall give what? His angels charge over thee to keep thee what? In all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in the hands, lest thou shalt dash their foot against the soul. He says, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, a young lion and the adder, thou shalt trample on thy feet. He says, because thou hast set his love upon me, and we therefore will I what? Deliver him. And I will set him on high. Because he is my known my name. He shall call upon me. And what? I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. I will what? Deliver him. And honor him. We what? Long life. Are you saying that this is God's word? So untimely death is it God? Is untimely death God? Sickness is it God? No. He says with long life will I satisfy him. And show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Do we do God. Thank you this evening. Worship him. Seriano Nadesh Sabara Bless him and honor him. Give him the praise. Lift your hands and thank him. Things are working for your good, I tell you. Just by being in this atmosphere this evening, things that have been delayed is now opened. Things that have been stagnant has been lifted. That thing that has been stagnant, that you have been trusting for a while, by you being in this service this evening, by you hearing my voice this evening, that stagnancy is gone. In the name of Jesus, you walk into it now with ease. It's with ease. Even the ministry is with ease. In the name of Jesus, that job you are getting, in, resources are coming your way, in all expected sources abundance of supply thank you lord how about you thank him this evening lift your hands bless him sing in the holy god lift your voices sing to him sing to him bless him and thank him everything is working for our good thank him Oh, we bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God.